Today is the 13th of August, 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. And if you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of scripture, prayer, and music. So having explained how it all works, let's start today's leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Dear Lord and Father, thank you that you promise us that where two or three are gathered, you are there in the midst. So Lord, we welcome you among us today, and we celebrate the gift of life that you have lavished upon us. Lord, we ask that you would open our ears so that we would hear your voice, open our minds that we would receive your eternal wisdom, open our spirits so we may know your leading and guidance and open our hearts so that we may receive your wonderful love. We ask this in the glorious name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we read about Elijah and Ahab, and Jesus walks on water.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures today. Father, as we read your word, as we hear those precious words, Lord, speak to us. Remind us once again that your word isn't a dead document, but something that brings life and hope and joy. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our scriptures this week are taken from the Good News Translation, and today we begin with 1 Kings 17. A prophet named Elijah from Tishban Gilead said to King Haheb, In the name of the Lord, the living God of Israel whom I serve, I tell you that there will be no dew or rain for the next two or three years until I say so. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Leave this place and go east, and hide yourself near Cherith Brook east of the Jordan. The brook will supply you with water to drink, and I have commanded ravens to bring you food there. Elijah obeyed the Lord's command and went and stayed at Cherith Brook. He drank water from the brook, and ravens brought him bread and meat every morning and every evening. After a while the brook dried up because of the lack of rain. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Now go to the town of Zarephath near Sidon, and stay there, for I have commanded a widow who lives there to feed you. So Elijah went to Zarephath, and as he came to the town gate, he saw a widow gathering firewood. Please, bring me a drink of water, he said to her. And as she was going to get it, he called out, And please bring me some bread too. She answered, By the living Lord your God, I swear I don't have any bread. All I have is a handful of flour in a bowl and a bit of olive oil in a jar. I've come here to gather firewood to take back home and prepare what little I have for my son and me. This will be our last meal, and then we will starve to death. Don't worry, Elijah said to her. Go on and prepare your meal. But first make a small loaf from what you have and bring it to me and then prepare the rest for you and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The bowl will not run out of flour, and the jar will not run out of oil before the day that I, the Lord, send rain. The widow went and did as Elijah had told her, and all of them had food for many days. As the Lord had promised through Elijah, the bowl did not run out of flour, nor did the jar run out of oil. Sometime later the widow's son got sick, he got worse and worse, and finally he died. She said to Elijah, Man of God, why did you do this to me? Did you come here to remind God of my sins and so cause my son's death? Give the boy to me, Elijah said. He took the boy from her arms, carried him upstairs to the room where he was staying and laid him on the bed. Then he prayed aloud, O Lord my God, why have you done such a terrible thing to this widow? She has been kind enough to take care of me, and now you kill her son? Then Elijah stretched himself out on the boy three times and prayed, O Lord my God, restore this child to life. The Lord answered Elijah's prayer. The child started to breathe again and was revived. Elijah took the boy downstairs to his mother and said to her, Look, here is your son, alive. She answered, now I know that you are a man of God, and that the Lord really speaks through you. After some time in the third year of the drought, the Lord said to Elijah, Go and present yourself to King Ahab, 
and I will send rain. So Elijah started out. The famine in Samaria was at its worst, so Ahab called in Obadiah, who was in charge of the palace. Obadiah was a devout worshipper of the Lord, and when Jezebel was killing the Lord's prophets, Obadiah took a hundred of them, hid them in caves in two groups of fifty, and provided them with food and water. Ahab said to Obadiah, Let us go and look at every spring and every stream bed in the land to see where we can find enough grass to keep the horses and mules alive. Maybe we won't have to kill any of our animals. They agreed on which part of the land each would explore and set off in different directions. As Obadiah was on his way, he suddenly met Elijah. He recognized him, bowed low before him and asked, Is it really you, sir? Yes, I'm Elijah, he answered. Now go tell your master, the king, that I am here. Obadiah answered, What have I done that you want to put me in danger of being killed by King Ahab? By the living Lord your God, I swear that the king has made a search for you in every country in the world. Whenever the ruler of a country reported that you were not in the country, Ahab would require that ruler to swear that you could not be found. And now you want me to go and tell him that you are here? What if the Spirit of the Lord carries you away to some unknown place as soon as I leave? Then when I tell Ahab that you are here and he can't find you, he will put me to death. Remember that I have been a devout worshipper of the Lord ever since I was a boy. Haven't you heard that when Jezebel was killing the prophets of the Lord, I hid a hundred of them in caves in two groups of fifty, and supplied them with food and water? So how can you order me to go and tell the king that you are here, he will kill me? Elijah answered, By the living Lord Almighty whom I serve, I promise that I will present myself to the king today. So Obadiah went to King Ahab and told him, and Ahab set off to meet Elijah. When Ahab saw him, he said, So there you are, the worst troublemaker in Israel. I am not the troublemaker, Elijah answered. You are, you and your father. You are disobeying the Lord's commands and worshipping the idols of Baal. Now order the people of Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel. Bring along the 450 prophets of Baal and 400 prophets of the goddess Asherah who are supported by Queen Jezebel. So Ahab summoned all the Israelites and the prophets of Baal to meet at Mount Carmel. Elijah went up to the people and said, How much longer will it take you to make up your minds? If the Lord is God, worship him. If Baal is God, worship him but the people didn't say a word. Then Elijah said, I am the only prophet of the Lord still left, but there are 450 prophets of Baal. Bring two bulls. Let the prophets of Baal take one, kill it, cut it to pieces, and put it on wood. But don't light the fire. I will do the same with the other Baal. Then let the prophets of Baal pray to their God, and I will pray to the Lord. And the one who answers by sending fire, he is God. The people shouted their approval. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Since there are so many of you, you take a bull and prepare it first. Pray to your God, but don't set fire to the wood. They took the bull that was brought to them and prepared it, and prayed to Baal until noon. They shouted, Answer us, Baal, and kept dancing around the altar they had built, but no answer came. At noon Elijah started making fun of them. Pray louder. He is a god. Maybe he's daydreaming or relieving himself, or maybe he's gone off on a trip. Maybe he's sleeping and you've got to wake him up. 
The prophets prayed louder and cut themselves with knives and daggers according to their ritual until blood flowed. They kept on ranting and raving until the middle of the afternoon. But no answer came, nor a sound was heard. Then Elijah said to the people, Come closer to me. And they all gathered round him. He set about repairing the altar of the Lord which had been torn down. He took twelve stones, one for each of the twelve tribes named by the sons of Jacob, the man to whom the Lord had given the name Israel. With these stones he rebuilt the altar for the worship of the Lord. He dug a trench around it, large enough to hold four gallons of water. Then he placed the wood on the altar, cut the bull in pieces and laid it on the wood. He said, Fill four jars with water and pour it on the offering and on the wood. They did so, and he said, Do it again, and they did. Do it again once more, he said, and they did. The water ran down the altar and filled the trench. At the hour of the afternoon sacrifice, the prophet Elijah approached the altar and prayed, O Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, prove now that you are the God of Israel and that I am your servant and have done all this at your command. Answer me, Lord. Answer me so that this people will know that you, the Lord, are God and that you are bringing them back to yourself. The Lord sent down fire, and it burned up the sacrifice, the wood and the stones, scorched the earth and dried up the water in the trench. When the people saw this, they threw themselves on the ground and exclaimed, The Lord is God. The Lord alone is God. Elijah ordered, Seize the prophets of Baal. Don't let any of them get away. The people seized them all, and Elijah led them down to Kishon Brook and killed them. Then Elijah said to King Ahab, Now, go and eat. I hear the roar of rain approaching. While Ahab went to eat, Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel, where he bowed to the ground with his head between his knees. He said to his servant, Go and look towards the sea. The servant went and returned, saying, I didn't see a thing. Seven times in all Elijah told him to go and look. The seventh time he returned and said, I saw a little cloud, no bigger than a man's hand, coming up from the sea. Elijah ordered his servants, Go to King Ahab, and tell him to get in his chariot and go back home before the rain stops him. In a little while, the sky was covered with dark clouds, the wind began to blow, and a heavy rain began to fall. Ahab got in his chariot and started back to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came on Elijah. He fastened his clothes tight around his waist and ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. Matthew 14 At that time, Herod the ruler of Galilee heard about Jesus. He is really John the Baptist, who has come back to life, he told his officials. That's why he has the power to perform miracles. For Herod had earlier ordered John's arrest, and he had him tied up and put in prison. He had done this because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For some time, John the Baptist had told Herod, It isn't right for you to be married to Herodias. Herod wanted to kill him, but he was afraid of the Jewish people because they considered John to be a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced in front of the whole group. Herod was so pleased that he promised her, I swear that I will give you anything you ask for. At her mother's suggestion, she asked him, Give me here and now the head of John the Baptist on a plate. The king was sad 
that because of the promise he'd made in front of his guest, he gave orders that her wish be granted. So he had John beheaded in prison. The head was brought in on a plate and given to the girl, who took it to her mother. John's disciples came and carried away her body and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. When Jesus heard the news about John, he left there in a boat and went to a lonely place by himself. The people heard about it, and so they left their towns and followed him by land. Jesus got out of the boat, and when he saw the large crowd, his heart was filled with pity for them, and he healed their sick. That evening the disciples came to him and said, It's already very late, and this is a lonely place. Send the people away. Let them go to the villages to buy food for themselves. They don't have to leave, answered Jesus. You yourself give them something to eat. All we have here are five loaves and two fish, they replied. Then bring them here to me, Jesus said. He ordered the people to sit down on the grass. Then he took the five loaves and the two fish, looked up to heaven and gave thanks to God. He broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. Everyone ate and had enough. Then the disciples took up twelve baskets full of what was left over. The number of men who ate was about five thousand, not counting the women and children. Then Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side of the lake while he sent the people away. After sending the people away, he went up a hill by himself to pray. When evening came, Jesus was there alone. And by this time, the boat was far out in the lake, tossed about by the waves, because the wind was blowing against it. Between three and six o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to the disciples walking on the water. When they saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and screamed with fear. Jesus spoke to them at once. Courage, he said, it is I. Don't be afraid. Then Peter spoke up. Lord, if it is really you, order me to come out on the water to you. Come, answered Jesus. So Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water to Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he was afraid and started to sink down into the water. Save me, Lord, he cried. At once Jesus reached out and grabbed hold of him and said, What little faith you have. Why did you doubt? They both got into the boat and the wind died down. Then the disciples in the boat worshipped Jesus. Truly, you are the Son of God, they exclaimed. They crossed the lake and came to land at Gennesaret, where the people recognized Jesus. So they sent for the sick people in all the surrounding country and brought them to Jesus. They begged them to let the sick at least touch the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were made well. Psalm 58 Do you rulers ever give a just decision? Do you judge everyone fairly? No. You think only of the evil you can do and commit crimes of violence in the land. Evildoers do wrong all their lives. They tell lies from the day they are born. They are full of poison like snakes. They stop their ears like a deaf cobra, which does not hear the voice of the snake charmer or the chant of the clever magician. Break the teeth of these fierce lions, O God. May they disappear like water draining away. May they be crushed on the weeds on a path. May they be like snails that dissolve into slime. May they be like a baby born dead that never sees the light. 
Before they know it, they are cut down like weeds. In his fierce anger, God will blow them away while they are still living. The righteous will be glad when they see sin is punished. They will wade through the blood of the wicked. People will say the righteous are indeed rewarded. There is indeed a God who judges the world. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say our prayers for the day and the time of the year.
Just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. Check the show notes for the contact details. They're all there. There are links there that you can click and follow. And I just want to say thank you for all our prayers for yesterday. We don't have a decision yet. That's We've got a couple of weeks to wait. But I do appreciate all your thoughts and prayers. But let's pray for today, shall we? Lord, on this day I choose to put you first. Thank you that when you are at the very centre of our family, our lives are rich with love and goodness. So, Lord, be the running stream, springing up at the very heart of our household. Might we drink daily from the water of life, that our days be filled with kindness, forgiveness, trust, and love. May this day be a gentle time, of love and kindness shown. To all my friends and family, a love that helps us grow. Let Tuesday always prompt my heart to place my life in you. To see your holy will be done, Lord, I give my life in you. And our prayer for the time of the year. Father God, please let me snuggle in your arms. My body is weary and painful. My energy is gone. May your wings be my duvet and your mighty outstretched arm my pillow. May I go to sleep listening to you sing over me. I just want to rest. Lord, I know the world is going on outside. I wish I could join in. But I'm not able to now. It's not easy waiting, being patient, hoping for a cure and healing. I get frustrated, angry, sad and annoyed because I want to be busy building your kingdom. I hope this is just for a season. But if not, help me to stay faithful to you. For now, as I rest in your embrace, help me to know that I am safe. You are always with me. And it's okay to be still. I am no less of a person because I can't do. For now, I'll just be. I'm still your child, completely loved. I'm yours for eternity. Thank you for never forsaking me. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.